on the Koshcast. Kepa practices abstinence as he refuses to get off for Willy. United and Liverpool are similarly dysfunctional. Spurs are undone by 2019's King of the North, Sean Dyche, and Arsenal pulverise a tragic Southampton. Elsewhere, we pour fuel on the Puel debate, have a look at what Serie A has been up to of late, and after another virtuoso performance of all time, Messi is surely the great. All this, Michael Owen, and much more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Bernie is here. Hello, hello. Rishay is here. I am. Mohanad is here. I refuse. And we're all still dancing to our new intro music. Yeah. I feel like going to entertainment show right now. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't exist anymore. The only thing I can say about that is. My dance moves are nowhere near Bernie's dance moves. Oh, yeah. Therefore, I should not join you in that entertainment district. Sorry, Alex, you said entertainment district does not exist anymore. In Toronto, yeah. What? They got rid of it, man. There's like one club in this city left, downtown. No. Yeah. Where are the clubs then? In the suburbs. I think this is fake news. It's not, man. Fake news, this man. is fake news. If you know where to go. All, all, all the crazy rowdy people in Toronto, they don't, they don't club downtown? It's it's there's, there's like one or two clubs. So. No, the big one at the big one at Soccer World. Oh, that's uh, Rebel. Rebel. Mm. But that's not downtown, downtown. Oh, that's no, the, that's the uh, in the dead of winter, short skirts, heels and everything. Yes. I'm, say, I'm saying John, Peter, that little yeah, area where there area. used to be loads of clubs. Not anymore. So uh-huh. who's been screaming on that street for the last three years? <laughs> Homeless people. Crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> I can right. swear. Sorry for, for those of you that don't know Toronto. That was probably really boring. No. Or, or at least just irrelevant. I mean, Educational, I, I would like to yeah, okay. I would presume most of our followers are from Toronto. Sure. We do. Man's international love family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the football. Uh, let's start with the League Cup. Thank God. Let me say this. Thank goodness that Kepa screwed up his life because there was nothing else to watch oh, about that game. The first 119 minutes were useless. I felt like I'd wasted my whole day. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I thought that Chelsea were the better team for the last, like, 30 minutes of the game. And that's extra time. And Give like, them a trophy. Like, I mean, they should have won the game on the balance of it. But that aside, like, as you said, Kepa really gave us stuff to talk about as opposed to the game. Sur- yeah. Surprisingly, I would say Hazard was the most entertaining player on the field. Like, Hazard, it was actually insane to watch him try and drag this... Incompetent, useless team of players around him to anywhere near a trophy because he, you know, City are so well drilled, they've got defenders, blah, 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 and it takes three, four players to get the ball off Hazard. He just went through them like a knife through butter and it was amazing to watch him just drag them through for as much as he could, scored that amazing Penenka penalty. Yes, and that was worth it for me alone. What is it? Yeah, what else can he do? He did everything he could. Yeah, and he did it playing in a position he hates. So yeah. there's that. Oh, I, I think. Sorry, but I just that hates Conte. I thought was brilliant. Oh, he, he was. was brilliant. I thought he was. Since City's midfield could not touch that guy. No, and, he and was fantastic. He was, and frankly, you know, Jorginho and Barkley were also very good. I before we get to the penalties and Kepa, sorry, lost this game six 0 a few weeks ago. He did very, very well to put them into a state and a system that completely flipped the script on that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that Chelsea fans should feel like they won this game. Because, mm. I mean, they lost. <laughs> Kepa lost this game and he got fined the week's wages. 
good for him and them. But the fact that, as Alex mentioned, they lost 6-0, then they lost 2-0 to City and United, respectively. Now they've come into this game on the back of those crushing defeats, bone-crushing defeats. <laughs> and they've actually just tied this game 0-0, only to lose on penalties. That's a win. Yeah. In Hazard's case, it was big bone. It was a beautiful thing. It was, because it was one of those where it, almost Ederson didn't fall for it completely. So if it was any lower, it would have looked really embarrassing for Hazard. But he put it so high, I mean, just below the Zidane level mm-hmm. penalty, mm-hmm. that it just looked beautiful. Because Ederson had his hand up almost. There was no gap for the ball to go. It was beautiful. Also, Edison was trying to banter him off beforehand, standing right in front of him and backing up slowly, and that sounds wrong, There is a but, stat, yeah. though, that shows the kind of preparedness, and, and we know from the documentaries, we know from just knowing Pep and how he is, Edison went the right way every single penalty. Mm-hmm. This is not luck. This is preparedness. This is watching millions of hours of these people taking penalties. It cannot be luck that you go the right way out of four or five penalties. No, no more preparation than Jorginho's penalty. Yes. Because Jorginho, firstly, you know, if it goes in, you know that hop and a skip, he does it every single time. I hate it And so I'm much. sure Edison watched that and went, hop and a skip means he's trying to shake me, so I'm just going to wait and exactly. see where he puts it like an idiot. Yeah. You, you, you know as a goalkeeper that if you just wait, the shot is going to be very tame. Mm-hmm. He's relying on you going the wrong way early. So mm-hmm. just don't... I, I couldn't believe that Jorginho wouldn't think that Edison would be prepared yeah. and just take a regular penalty. Like, I just, that is just stupid. Like, I could, like, I was dumbfounded that he thought, I'm still gonna do it, even though I'm 100% sure Edison sat there and, like, studied my penalties for weeks before mm-hmm. this. It's it's a bad year for Jorginho. He's been revealed Chelsea have gone on this nightmare run. As a fraud. And, and it's all been Jorginho's fault. <laughs> I could, if, you, if you believed some, yeah. some sources, yeah. So basically, Jorginho. Then sorry, then, yeah. sorry. then a few miles yeah. of nothing. To be fair, Sari's not on the pitch playing. It's Jorginho. Yeah, so, well, Sari almost walked out. Sari pretty yeah. much ripped his badge off, walked out in almost all the way through the doors into like the back end of the stadium, and then thought, let me come back, and then like, join the huddle to just stand there. It was hilarious. It was actually nothing like I've ever seen before. The best thing was Rudiger holding him back. At the yeah. Because he was like, ah, yeah. ah. So, so let's add some context as to why Sari completely lost his mind. So, I think there's then, anyone that doesn't know this at this point. Well, I think non-football fans. Someone woke up this morning and was like, "What did Kepa do?" <laughs> so there are some people. Tell him. Kepa lost his damn mind. The boy had cramp or whatever, and the medical staff said he had to come off. They prepped, they prepped Willie Caballero, who was getting ready to come on, and Kepa goes, "No, no, 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 I'm good." Thinking, okay, that's the end of it. No, sorry, says, "Come off." Kepa still says no, and Kepa does that Spanish hand motion thing where he just flings it in the air like, get the, basically saying, no, no, fuck no, no, off. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, thing is, the thing is, usually you see players don't want to get subbed, but they usually give in after like two no's. Mm-hmm. They go, no, no, and then the gloves come off, they throw them on the ground, they get mad, and they walk off. I've never seen a player insist for so long under so much kind of awkwardness and tension mm-hmm. that I am actually not leaving. Like Everybody watching that thought, you know, he's going to give in soon. Surely he'll give it soon. He didn't. He just stood there and he defiantly twice. Like, sorry, walked away and walked back to the slide. And Kepo still standing there going, no. What, what was interesting about this to me is that tactically, bringing on Caballero was the right thing to do regardless of injury. Yeah. Caballero is a, a penalty specialist. They, they should have worked that out beforehand that that was going to happen. And this wasn't tactical. This was they thought Kepo was injured. Yeah. But that should have been happening anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then Sari went on this crazy thing. Zola came to the line. He was furious. Mm-hmm. David Luiz then went over to Kappa and just said something in his ear. Like, you didn't see any forcefulness in terms of, come on, let's go. Like, Aspilicueta didn't get involved whatsoever. It was just a shambles from start to start. The referee had no clue how to act. He's literally standing there going, what should I do? You're the PA announcer, announcer substitution. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched one of the videos and they actually said, substitution for Chelsea, and then he stopped halfway because he didn't know what was going to happen next. And well, then you have Kepa winking at the camera. And, the was the game. and I thought, man, you've just committed a sin. I don't care if you've forgotten about this or not. You just committed a sin. Don't do this. And then he ignores Sorry when he tries to talk to him when Rudiger's holding and he completely blanks him. Yeah. Completely. Sorry's like, I, but the last time I saw that, it was like, in the early 2000s or the late 90s, in some Asian league, it must have been like Al Ahli or something. Right. The guy refused to get subbed, and then he didn't even go to the dressing room. He just kicked the boards all over the, the top of the stadium. <laughs> you sure it wasn't William Gallas? Uh, it's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> Sounds like Gallas. opposite situation, where Ducanio begged to be subbed yes. off, and Hyren said, No! Get yeah. back on! What's wrong with you? Oh, Ducanio, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, anyway, so that... find the week's wages that we mentioned that? Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, Kepa. Kepa. Yes. Um, yeah, so this was, but again, City get their trophy. They didn't play the best they could. Uh, maybe just Chelsea played well. But at the end of the day, this is the first out of the four that they are targeting. You know, I'm pretty sure Pep is sitting there thinking about the quadruple. And at this point, it's either a double. Obviously, you know, we know a league cup doesn't count as part of the double. But two out of four, at least maybe this season. Yeah. Um, three, and they would have a phenomenal season. So um, the FA Cup, they're still in it. Like, there are some big teams in there. Still no, they're on. Just United and Wolves. Also, oh, there's no big teams in it. So, um, but yeah, the, he could easily win the FA Cup, and then now it just becomes, you know, can you make it three trophies? I think I think they'll make it the domestic treble at minimum. I I, I definitely see that at minimum. That's great. Scary. I, I, I know it's scary to think about, yeah. that, right? But that's, that's. I mean, come on, they have to win those three. Unless United pull something out of their ass, whatever, but <laughs> they have to win. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll probably win the league at this point. I think they might slip up in the FA Cup and the Champions League. But Champions League, they're not going to win. Why is that? Because I thought that they would actually have the best chance of winning the Champions League. I just feel... Two legs all the way to the final. I don't think anyone has a good chance of winning the Champions League. The <laughs> it's right? true, they're all trying to lose it. I just think City, there's something about City in Europe where... They seem to shoot themselves in the foot. Even the game against Schalke, they will get through Schalke because they could score three away goals, but it should never have been that difficult. And they made it difficult. And I just think two legs against like an Atleti or something, they, I could see them messing it up. I also feel that there are some players, it's weird to say, but I just feel that some players coming back from injury isn't really helping them. I feel it's messing about with their flow a little bit because now Pep has to play them. And I'm talking about the Kevin De Bruyne's. I just feel he's slightly ruining their flow that they had while he was injured. Uh, David Silva is now back in the team because he's he's back or he wasn't playing that much beginning of the season. I just feel he's not at his level this season. This is probably one of his worst seasons in a little bit. And now they're back playing. I'm not sure who their substitutes would be but or who they were, but I just feel they had a better flow to them when Bernardo was the main man, when Sterling was still killing it, when Sani was playing. So yeah, now Sani gets relegated to the bench for either Silva or De Bruyne. I don't think that's helping them. And I just feel like he's forced to play these big players and they had a better flow when he played the other guys. I, I, I see that in a sense because I think their games actually slowed a little slowed bit down, yeah. with Kevin De Bruyne in there. But I don't think Pep is being forced to do anything because of anybody. I think he actually believes that this is the way he has to win. 
He started playing Mares. He has not played Mares. Like, Mares has not had a central role for a very long time. He benched Sané in the beginning, and then he started playing Sané in the middle, and then he pushed him again. I think he's just doing what he feels he needs to do to manage all these games to get them to win the quadruple. Yeah. The clear part, the piece of the quadruple that is clearly evident for City, I can't even speak today, is Fernandinho. Yeah. Without Fernandinho, they're shit. It doesn't matter if they have 10 Agueros. And I think he's actually out for a couple of weeks. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think so. Did well, he play against Schalke? Because that would explain their... Uh, yeah, but I think he got injured. Anyway, I can't remember. But well, Schalke, I, I they also went remember. down to 10 men. Let's not forget, at like 2-1, I think it was. Who got so, sent off? Altamendi. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they He'll did do really that. well to, to come back. But on the front, you know, a front, him not playing... I didn't, I forgot he wasn't playing, by the way. And that just shows maybe another reason why Conte just marauded through them at times because Conte would never... Sorry, friend, you know, would never allow that. He's rather graceful. All right, anything else about this? No, um, let's talk about a game where there's even less to say. Yeah. Liverpool-Man United. So, so, I don't know what game you watched. No, these Man. two games, to be fair, in a row... Even at the end of the that, game, Klopp came up to Solskjaer and was like, that was fucking shit. We were, to be <laughs> fair, I was waiting for like Super Sunday, and we got, uh, we got 90, <laughs> two, what is it, 180? We got like, what, 270 minutes or whatever it was? of like, nil nil draws, come on. Yeah. Like, it was just ridiculous at... at I was really disappointed with that Sunday. I, I thought I thought that for the Sunday as a whole, if you want, like, if you were looking for, you know, explosive football, no. But it was tense. It was tense. It was so tense. It wasn't these these weren't nil nils where you felt literally nothing. Like I I didn't I didn't, so I didn't get what you got to talk about with the Chelsea game. I thought wow, Chelsea could have won this game and it would have been very interesting and it was so tense. People well. were hyping this Liverpool United one as the best one in a while because of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. That, that was me. You're right. That was Alex because. Yeah. Uh, Solskjaer would play attacking football. Um, Liverpool really need the three points. You could see Klopp go for it with the substitutions. I mean, he did not want that draw. He brought mm-hmm. on Shakiri, He brought on Origi. Um, and I just felt that this would be, especially with you know United's attacking kind of form that they're in, I thought this would be a, a much more exciting game. To be fair, half their team got injured in about 25 minutes. Yeah, that that's is true. Right? And to come out with nil-nil at that point is very, very respectful. What we, what we got was a hospital. <laughs> just, just going through the injury table before we get into the breakdown of the game. Matic was injured before this game started. Martial and Lindgaard were already on the physio table, injured. Um, Herrera, Mata... And Lingard, who was brought on, and then got injured again. Right. So five first-team players are now injured for United. Do you think it is one big table, and they all just lie on it? We've seen the documentaries. I think they're individual tables. They should, I think they should have one. If some of them have individual tables. <laughs> they're all single tables, and Lukaku gets a double. Definitely. If, yeah. not, if not more. A king. Not more. A, a king. king. <laughs> a, a king physio table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, this one, I think Liverpool needed the three points more than United did. United, yes, they did slip out of the top four, but I think a draw against this Liverpool side, especially that. with all these injuries, is not a bad result at all. Lukaku whipped in some really, yes, and a sweet delivery with his left foot on wide. cross a ball. I think it's fair to say he's actually better at that than anything else. Yes. Right now, yes. And he's better at that than probably any striker. <laughs> if you really want to talk about correctly, you can cross. It's sweet. It looks also, nice. Also... The first, the biggest chance in the first half was Lingard uh, trying to go around Allison. By the way, great goalkeeping Lukaku's by goal. Allison. But that ball from Lukaku, Lukaku knows how to find somebody. Let's, let's just put it that way. It doesn't matter. He knows how to pass the ball. Well, that's a goal. Same, that he, same ball yeah. that he scored against Arsenal. To give Alexis Sanchez, was it? Yeah. On the end of that. Yeah. Sanchez did the exact same thing, went past the keeper. Uh, this one, though, it looked like Lingard actually got past him. And then in live, you, the ball just came back. You're like, whoa. I have one word for that save. Wingspan. 
Yeah. Yes. Like, the guy's arms just go for miles. I, I was surprised that he tried to go around him, though. Because there was... Mm. Who's, the, who's the left back? Robertson? Mm. Robertson yeah. was right next to him. So he could have squared it. Like, no, hit it one time. The, the like defender is right next to him on his, like... Literally right next to Lingard. Oh, I see what you mean. If Sorry, he goes yeah, yeah. past... Uh, he Robertson has a very small amount of space where Robertson gets in there. So I thought, just hit it one time. Yeah, he's not the smartest left, though. I, I have to say, Liverpool were disappointing in this game. Yeah. I think that of the two teams... The worst result was for Liverpool, and this shows that they're not going to win the league because they played some negative football. They didn't create that many chances. With United, half of them injured, they still weren't able to penetrate United. Yeah, well, Salah didn't have his best game, for sure. Firmino also got injured. Yeah, Firmino went off. For Liverpool. Firmino's not had the best season, so I wouldn't say he would have made a difference. But Salah definitely did not have his best game, and it shows the form that Luke Shaw is in as well. He's slowly coming back to his best, that form we saw with Southampton. He's really stepping up. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, uh, Firmino's injury, I think, was comparable to Rashford's uh, injury in ankle. Ways, with the ankle. But Rashford played on because there was no more subs. Yeah. So he's also injured. Rashford, Rashford played injured for most of the game. But we can't yeah. understate Liverpool's performance. This, this to me, was a, was a shambles of a performance. And I've praised them. I've defended them. And this, is the, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because end of the day, Mane was trash. Salah had his worst game. Worst game I've ever seen him play. Sturridge came on, I believe, for Salah or whatever. I did. I forgot until I heard the podcast this morning. I forgot he was on the pitch. Mm. And meanwhile, United had a goal to Salah fairly so it was offside because Amata put it in. Smalling should have scored at the end. And it's like you have a team you're playing against them who have ten and a half people. For well, because some people didn't count Lukaku as a human being. But whatever. <laughs> wow. Like absolutely. And then you're telling me you want to win the league and this is how you play. That Mate, made no, that was a disgrace. The league was lost in a week. They were seven points out of City, mm-hmm. and they didn't beat Leicester and Bournemouth in a row. You do not deserve the league. Next. Seriously. It's over. Thank you. Next. <laughs> you don't deserve the league. They're top of it. They don't deserve they, it. They don't deserve it. You also can't make that statement injuries. now. I can make it whatever I want. Do you think City would have lost this game with those injuries in that situation? Liverpool didn't lose this game. It it's, felt it's, like this it felt though. like a loss because they should have lost the game if United put away their chances. I don't particularly think Liverpool so. Liverpool created nothing, not one chance. I will not, I will not deny at all that Liverpool's performance was bad. What I will say is going to United on this form away and getting a point is a perfectly reasonable result for Liverpool. Yes, yes. It would have been had they beat the other two and they would still be like five points ahead. Unfortunately, they put themselves in a situation where they need to beat United at Old Trafford. That's the situation they put themselves in, not us. Technically, so, technically, they're still a point ahead at the top of the league. Sure. They don't need to beat United at I mean, Old Trafford. Like a point is good in the grand scheme of things if you see it on paper, but with six injuries and the fact that United made three subs in the first half, I think Liverpool should have at least gone That's for fair. the win in the second it's, half. It's totally unreasonable, as Roche said, considering what happened in the game and considering you created nothing. That one shot came from 40 yards and they went right at the hair's chest. They created nothing. That's a disgrace. All right, well, we'll see. I mean, this this is actually going to go to the wire closer than a lot of years. I think since maybe the Leicester year, where since then, like, teams have just kind of the Chelsea season, Chelsea run away with it, City has run away with it. This might come down to the wire much closer than the last few years. So Since at least... Look. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was last day, no? That was no, a, no, no, a couple like three weeks. Games to go, three yeah. games to go, yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, Burnley Spurs. This one was at like 7.30 in the morning. Didn't wake up for it. Thought, you know, surely Spurs is going to win this. It's going to be uneventful. Wake up to a beautiful 2-1 to Burnley. Um... This was unexpected. I, I know even though their form has been good, 
Apparently undefeated in 2019, Burnley. I had no idea. I think eight games undefeated. That's, that's like unreal. That. They were, I mean, they were horrendous first half of does, the season. Does that include the Brexit vote? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. undefeated. <laughs> that's still going. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dyson May is the, is the ticket for the next election. Um, but this all lined up beautifully with Joe Hart. They got him out of the team. Heaton came back, and suddenly oh, they were a good team again. That's the that's the stat. They yeah. haven't lost since Heaton came back. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's directly correlated. I am. But surely there's something the, there. The statistical data will <laughs> suggest that Joe Hart needs to find yeah. a new club. Co- is it, was it correlation is not causation? I think this one is causation. <laughs> nice word. No, Joe Hart needs to find a new career. I think he needs to like a whole new sport, not just a club. <laughs> the it's a sport. This yeah. one also saw the return of Harry Kane from mm. his, um, you know, Horrendous hamstring injury that took him out for like two and a half days. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it uh, ankle? Whatever it was, it was supposed to be till mid-March. All of a sudden, he's back playing 90 minutes of football, away to Burnley, all good, everything fantastic. Mohamed's tone is suggesting this is a conspiracy of some kind. I, I, hey, I, Harry Kane is never out for as long as they say he's going to be. Dude, if, if you cut Harry Kane's leg off, he'll grow. <laughs> That's I, just I, a flesh I wound. I believe this. Like, yeah. The guy is not a human being. Um, so he scored. On good a goal. It's a very good, good goal. goal. Nice yes, finish. Good goal, but like, it also gets frustrating how he doesn't pass enough. It's just, I get it. You're a striker. He was literally there alone. You, no, no, not for this goal. Oh. In general, in the game, your team is not as good as mm-hmm. maybe the rest of the top. I get it. You need to do it all you want. But like, sometimes it's so painful how open someone is, and he still goes for that. Like, anyways, it bothered me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so, at the end of this game, Pagatino squared up to his... Uh, Mike Dean. Yeah, Mike. He's my nemesis. Yeah. I don't know what went on there, because for a while, we get it, Pock was angry. Then he walked away with his assistant, and then Dean couldn't help himself and said something. You know when he says something, like, yeah, yeah. keep walking? Mm-hmm. Something. And that's it. There was something. No, Dean said to him, there goes United jump, and then he lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? No. 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 Wait, wait, wait. I saw a tweet that said that, and obviously it was banter. But because I put the ghost, I was like, did he say that? Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, no. So here's, here's the revealing thing, right? Pochettino has been, I think, fined or something for his behavior, which he has accepted. Mm. But Mike Dean has also been removed as the fourth official for Spurs' next game. Mm. And that tells me that he Dean said something, said something no, no, that no. he shouldn't have said. You can read situations from reactions. Yes. They were walking away, it was over, and then the assistant that was coming. Uh, Pochettino down the whole time while Park was angry then got mad and went to Dean so something clearly was said on their way walking here's, away here's what I think he said and it makes sense what he probably said is it doesn't matter if you argue or not you won't be here next season or something, something like that, that. Yeah. why do you care mate yeah it it's not matter. your team anymore you won't be here for yeah. long and Dean Dean is, a, Dean is a United ref anyway so it's all good yeah, yeah, that's what they help his money out next season that's what they said about Howard Webb and no Mike Dean is a Liverpool ref Mike Dean is actually a Spurs ref. The memes are all like, how are, they, how are teammates <laughs> fighting? They're just not Arsenal refs. Anyways, um, one more game before that Farah go. Let's uh, talk Arsenal about... Arsenal can't afford a ref. Let me check out. Sorry. Can't afford a stadium architect. Kleinberg left you for more money. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about Arsenal Southampton. Rishé, because I know this is going to come yeah. up. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Tell us what your issue yeah, is with yeah. Arsenal Stadium. I watched the entire game. Okay. The full match. What, oh, you want a cookie? Match. Um, you know, I, I analyzed this well, and I have to say it was really annoying to see that that stripe of that shadow in the middle of the field for the whole match. It's so, like they didn't build a stadium anticipating sunlight would fall on it. I will agree with you <laughs> that the streak is annoying. Yes, we can all agree. How would we stop the sunlight? You have all games at night, so you play under the floodlights. Not Arsenal's decision. 
Yeah. So, like, what are we supposed to do? Build the stadium. I mean, tear it down and start over. It only bankrupted your club and it's all your best players. I, I guess the question is... <laughs> We, well, now you have to watch every single game that comes up in the Premier League and see if there's one of those. Obviously. Like, of course there well, is. I'm saying, like, Roche has to do this now. How? He has to maintain his point. So you have to watch every game. That's a good game. point. And there's a solution. And the solution is to sue that architect. For the sun. Yes, because light is, like, rule number one. It's like... Yes, but this is a ball where the ball walls are higher ball. than the stadium. I think you should start a website dedicated to this cause. And do all the stadiums. That would be cool. And actually. give us a report on the light issues in each. Also, stadium. camera camera position in stadiums that gets me too. Some stadiums have really well, bad camera camera positions. positions. If you are correct, start a change.org petition. Yes. <laughs> this is to, work. to move the stadium. Oh, speaking <laughs> very quickly, very quickly about camera angles. The penalty angles for the uh, League Cup final was great. Yeah. I loved it. Right behind the guys taking mm. the penalties, it was fantastic. They need to stick with that. Because feels, it feels other, like playing FIFA. It does. It's very nice. Um, so back to the game. Um, Arsenal, mm. the first 10 minutes were horrendous, and Southampton had a one-on-one where, what's oh, his face, yeah. Redmond broke through the line, annihilated Mustafi. I was going to ask whose fault it was. Yeah, was Mus- Mustafi twice. He, <laughs> he stepped up for the non-existent offside, and then he chased back, and he didn't chase back at like, you know, an 80%, maybe he goes right, maybe he goes up, no, no, no. 120% is going this way. So he just <laughs> ran past Redmond while Redmond cut in. And then Leno Good made save. a really, really important save, which the counterattack from that save was our goal. So it was a really cool like minute for Arsenal overall. Um, who scored the first goal? Lacazette. Lacazette, yeah. And, and the rest of the match was just basically playing in Southampton's half. Yeah, pat, tiki, 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 pass, pass, pass. Not a lot happening. Wobi was looking like he was like the next coming of... Who's a, G- G- a coach. Andres Iniesta. I mean, the thing with the Wobi is he obviously has limitations, but he's genuinely been a really important player for Arsenal this season. What does that say? Yeah, I agreed. It, it says a lot, but he's like Arsenal's creative hub, essentially. Yeah. He's, the con- he, he's not an assistant goals guy, but he connects midfield and attack. He's the only oh, one oh, okay. that can like run with the ball and take it up the field and actually Be allow up. us to get to the opposition half. Like... Everybody else is pass, pass, pass. Nothing really happens. He's the only runner in the team. He's the only true winger. You got Mkhitaryan on the other side. He can't do that. So it will be has found himself to be his qualities are required. Something like a Reese Nelson would have done for us if he wasn't alone. Something like that. So he's taking his chance quite well. He's yeah. doing what he can at his ability. He's only twenty two. I get frustrated. I scream at the TV. Everything. That's all cool. But you know what? In 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 perspective, he's twenty two. I mean, he should. He's. I don't know if the standard has been raised for 22-year-olds or whatever, but at this age, that's, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. It's not his fault that he needs to carry as opposed to be carried at 22. Like There should be people around him with more experience playing better, but he unfortunately has to carry. Well, I mean, Shaka that was pulling the strings. Sorry. Shaka had a fantastic game in midfield except for one moment, but that is Shaka. Two moments. <laughs> were definitely, no, that's true. He he's a very good passer of the ball generally, but once or twice a game he gives it straight to the opposition and they have a goal scoring chance. No one wants to talk about Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan. Didn't he have a good game? He had a fine Wasn't game. This the point? Like, he I didn't have like a hundred. He didn't have like a two fifty thousand. This is like first game back from injury. My dude had a good game. Like, he's, he's played a couple. Bro, yeah, can't be happy about bro, this. His finish was good. Take him back. No, no, no I don't want. Oh, actually, I would. Over Sanchez, I would take him back tomorrow. Fine, That's I'll fair. take Sanchez 100%. No, not this Sanchez. Uh, he he will, are, he, are you mad? With the chance of going back to Sanchez, yes. 
It's been a year. Can you not see he can't walk? Sanchez <laughs> has a ceiling at least to hit. Vegetarian is already like overperforming like this. No. outruns Sanchez. Yeah, th- this is That's not all you need to know in a sprint. Anyways, <laughs> point is that Mkhitaryan finished, he was like in control of like 70% of that max. Let's not kid ourselves, Alex. You know. You know. Finish. No, it was a good, it was an absolutely good finish. I would love to finish like that. He couldn't even believe. Sanchez hasn't taken a shot in three days. <laughs> it's an actual fact. Yeah, I'm not taking or taking a shot. Maybe he's anti vax. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so Arsenal with a comfortable 2 0 win against Southampton. Actually, one of our better performances this season. I just want to touch on Southampton for a minute. Hazan Huddle came in and did his huddle, huddle thing hmm. and, and they got better a bit and now they're bad again and they're in the relegation zone. Well, they lost to Arsenal. Like. No, no, no. They haven't won in like a few games. They're in the relegation zone. The right back is really bad. So we Valerie. Can, yeah. So we can stop this German thing now in the Premier League? Like, let's just go... He, I think he's Austrian, but same shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. One for the stats. Mustafi got a clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mustafi stat? Oh, that, yeah. And he, like, even when I was watching it, I was like, this, this player in particular is a particularly bad player. Yeah. He doesn't kick the ball properly. He doesn't head the ball. You could see that? Even, even, even in the light, you could see that? Even in the light and the shadow. It's like, maybe it affects him too. I feel like Una Emery stood there on top of the Emirates and went, see the, see the shadow part? Don't go there. The light part, you can. But, but he clearly went to the elephant graveyard because he's an idiot. Quite serious question. Why does he start every game? Because everyone's injured. And you have Where's the youth academy? You have games now. No, no. The youth academy is injured. Holding's injured. He <laughs> also costs 35 million. He's going to play. How? Well, like, they just have not He's a World Cup winner, man. The club, the club is not pl- planned. They're disorganized. Nislin Fatten's left. Yeah. They have a terrible architect. Forget this club. is bullshit. I highly recommend to all our viewers to watch Mustafi in particular. Individual highlights for all games this season. <laughs> <laughs> Did not do that to yourself. Does that exist? It, to be fair, more entertaining than watching a lot of our games. That's true. You know, Remember that minutes. video of Welbeck finishing or not finishing? Yeah. Well, well, it's not. It's when he finishes badly and it turns into an assist. That was the video. You guys are forgetting the, the Mustafi thread on Twitter. That, oh. that actually was the no one's, no, of this year. No one's ever forgetting that. <laughs> All right, let's do a fraud and goat. Mm-hmm. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. Ow. <laughs> I would like to introduce this section of the podcast. On a horse. We are do- <laughs> on a donkey. We are doing Andre Arshavin, fraud or goat? Goat. Nah. Ah, fraud. Massive fraud. Initially goat, then fraud. I would say, and this might be treasonous because I am Russian, but I would say fraud. <laughs> luck, 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 luck. I'm going to stop now. Luck. Please tell the us. The guy came through as this amazing young talent. Sorry? Then he took the Euro by storm. 2008. Absolutely demolished it for Russia. He was like 25 at that point. Yo, he beat the Netherlands. Holland, he beat Czech and yeah. Turkey or whatever. There was a great run in there. Without any teammates. It was just him. Just it him. Got his, got his big move to Arsenal after that. And at Arsenal, he actually brought a bit of life back into the club. Yes, he wasn't the most professional. Yes, he got fat. Yes, etc., etc. But oh, he got fat. But he played a striker role when everybody was injured. That was not his role. He came when he when he first joined. He was so creative and just brought this spark to Arsenal that I don't think a lot of players have since Arshavin. He was just phenomenal. Arsenal needing a spark does not make Arshavin a goat. A lot of points over here, and I'm just going to chime in. 
because I followed that Euro 2008 very well. It was Ashwin and Yuri Jerkov, but I'm going to give it to Ashwin. And Pavlyuchenko as well. Was, oh yeah, that guy. Oh, Spurs, of course. Um, <laughs> Ashwin was so good, but he was so dumb, because when he first joined Arsenal, he scored four goals in that 4-4 draw against Liverpool, and he was actually so, he good, so good for the team that Mohamed himself made his PS4 login Arsenal. Oh, yeah, that's how good he was. I actually named my PS4 login app. Look, listen, mate. He he had everything. Yes, he wasn't professional enough to keep it going, but everything he provided was ghost stars. Guys, can we can we be honest with ourselves here? We're talking about <laughs> yes, please. a player, right? Who no one knew fuck all about coming into the Euros. So he. If we talk about that career before that, there was nothing at all of He played in Russia. He, on, on, he on, did on, well on. in Russia. He, he did decently well in Russia. Okay, fine. Nothing special at all that no one wanted to sign him before that. He had a great Euros, yes. That, mean, that means he's just a Russian James Rodriguez who gives a shit. Or Karol Pogorski. And then, hold on, and not even at a World Cup, at a Euros. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Karol Pogorski got to move to Manchester United off the course of a great Euros for Czech Republic. Yep. No one cares. That's rubbish. Then, he was supposed to go... Here was the rumor. Barcelona were supposed to go for him. They didn't want to pay $25 million. He didn't get to go to Barcelona. The only option he had was Arsenal. No one chased him. You know why? Because everyone with a brain looked at him and said, he's not actually that good. And then he, and then he came to Arsenal. For three months, he was great. After that, he was totally shit. So you're judging him on three and a... Oh, how many weeks is that? Three, three <laughs> months and a week. Three months and a, no. It I'll, was, give you, I'll give you four lit- months of a career is what you're saying you go for. It was, I have lost respect for you. It was <laughs> it was longer than that, buddy. But your point is still no, valid. No, no. It was like he had a good season. This is clearly not based on facts. It <laughs> yes, was it is. two and a half days. <laughs> It was three moon cycles. And one, no, look, he had one very very good season for Arsenal, and then he completely packed it in. He was unprofessional, he was lazy, he ate ate too much cake, he gave interviews about his fashion business and how women shouldn't drive, and 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 then then he he just He he came out of a strip club on a horse. If that is not goat status, tell me what is. That's the horse status. Yes. It would have been if he came out of the strip club on a goat. Then I would have given him that. Look, look, he can't ride his own people. Listen. (laughs) Point is, yes, he's obviously not the best player to ever play the football, like the football. I, I think that's that's enough. But we, can, the, we can actually press space bar and end it right the here. Point is, right he did enough oh to become someone. He was a temporary goat for Arsenal at the time. That's as far as I'm willing to go. I mean, that's exactly where I was at the start of this. He was a goat when he first started off. He actually won the Europa League with Zenit St. Petersburg and the Super Cup. Thank you, sir. Leading into that Euros, Preach. they were eliminated by Spain and finished third. But he said he I did want, decently well. I want the whole world however, to know that this segment has no credibility. <laughs> when however, he said Paul Pogba was a fraud and Andre Arshavin <laughs> is a goat, there is no... Everyone stop this Hold podcast. On, Unsubscribe. Oh, I don't care. Only the first part of his career was good, but the rest of it was bad. But he everybody was, tells off. 2010, he's been where has he been? Riding donkeys. Horses. Yeah. Not ghosts. <laughs> Andre Ashwin played pretty well until 27, and then packed his career in. And yeah. he spent the rest of his life dicking around at small Russian teams, transferring every season, and yeah. But until 27, stu- he was a goat. I can't, I no. can't believe we even brought him up. <laughs> this is a disgrace. Agreed. I miss you, Andre. I miss you. Andre, I That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. <laughs> Claude Puel's been sacked. Well, you've, you've been waiting for this moment. It's been, it's been coming. I, I don't see why. Brandon's going to tell you. I've been waiting for this moment. 
for all my life. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's from The Hangover. And then Mike Tyson punches him in the face. It's Phil Collins. No, yeah. but, but yeah. Mike Tyson punches him in the face. Wow. I don't remember. This is recency bias if you've ever seen it. Come yeah, on, man. He's playing so. on the piano. Bam! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's been coming. You, you said you don't know why. I will tell you why. Because they're as close to the relegation zone as they are to Watford. That's unacceptable for a team with bad. this amount of talent. I, will, I want to revise my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because if you remember, just taking you back an episode, Bernie's opinion was... Who cares if you're 10, 12, 14, right. or 16? Matter. The point is, you're neither Champions League winner nor relegated. No, so no, everything no. else doesn't matter. This was two episodes ago. Okay. And I revised my opinion because I had said this after they had just recently beaten City and Chelsea. But now they haven't won a game in, I think, six yeah. or something like that. So as a result, you may fire. Yeah, but, but the thing is, the last four <laughs> Leicester managers were all fired after not winning in six. It's been a trend every single time. Oh, that's the that's the barometer. That, that's the line. Don't win in six, you go. But I think that there was trouble brewing here already because like earlier in the season, Vardy came out and basically said the manager's system doesn't suit me, but I, I'm trying. Vardy, and that's a massive red flag. So Vardy touches in the box under all managers. Puel is the worst. Uh, Vardy chances in the box. Puel is the worst. There's a lot of and apparently there's a lot of rumors that the Vardy dynamic. He's very strong in the changing room. He's got like you know. It He's, makes sense. There's a bit of player power with Vardy there. Probably has um, a knife on him. Probably. At all times, in his shimpy. At least a spray can. He's tagging up the restroom. <laughs> the lockers. Yeah. Puel's locker just Vard, has like a big Vard's was here. <laughs> <laughs> something that makes us here. Maybe it's just also time to move on from Jamie Vardy. Well, that's not a terrible point, but, but the point I'm making, though, is that the players were clearly not particularly happy with him. I don't think you move from Vardy. Vardy's the best... Like, Vardy's the best kind of caliber of a striker that Leicester could hope to have. Just make it work. Vardy go. I just don't see who can you get that is much better than Vardy for a Leicester level. I think Vardy can... You make it work, he's, he's a good striker. He's a very good striker in the Premier League. But let's talk about what might happen here. So, they're talking about Brendan Rodgers. What? Sorry, sorry, sorry. That came out... I, I'm legitimately shocked. Why? You said Brendan Rodgers? Well, who else? Why not? No, that's going to ruin Leicester Football Club. And Why? He's a good manager. He's terrible. How so? Have you seen his media personality? So this is... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make him a bad manager. It makes him a twat. He's a very good manager. Like, he... He did well with Liverpool. And they, he should well, never... Yeah. And that, Swans, obviously, he was legendary. So, that, like... Exactly. That Liverpool team should no, should not have been anywhere near the title. And they were. And and the following season when he lost Suarez, it was obvious it was always going to be really difficult to replace him. He brought Sterling through. He brought Sterling through steady, and then he <laughs> went to Celtic, and he's won everything there is to win apart from the Champions League, which is the league. To, to be fair, he's the, no, he, this is his third triple. If he wins yeah, a triple this season, like, that's three in a row. To, to be fair, I agree with you on the notion of he's a good man. This is level. He's a good manager for this level, but this nothing at Celtic matters because they were doing this beforehand. Not no, the they weren't. Doubles. No, they yes, weren't. They, were they went through every year with mm. Lennon and whoever it was. Come on. No, after Lennon, they went through a couple of terrible managers. Stalin. Who still won the league every single year. <laughs> <laughs> nice Stalin had a five-year plan. It just he didn't get the time. I think he lost a dressing room, Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. But again, so. this is Leicester. We're not saying Brendan Rodgers taking over at City. Like, exactly. It's, no, no, it's I, a I, team that is, what, 12th in the league or whatever it is. Yeah. So, like, we're not saying he needs to be... Yeah, he does You know, now that you say it, I mean, I'm okay with Rodgers taking it instead of Allardyce or some idiot like Warnock. Mo- yeah. Moyes has apparently put his hat in the ring. 
Come on. I have he, a little bag of stream over there, too. <laughs> Thank you. He's the only one that is suggesting it, but he is suggesting How it. Martinez. Jose Mourinho. I, I think he can do better. Martinez. How can Roberto Martinez do better? Look, you know, Alex, you know I'm with you <laughs> in the Martinez fraud or go discussion whenever it shows But give up. me a club, okay, but It hasn't already happened. Is he dead? Okay, we've done that. Give me a club, though. Where's Roberto Martinez going? Everton. Chris Coleman. No, that they already level. had him. They already had him. What's that level of club? Everton are better than Leicester. No, they're not. That's the point. They're not. Okay, Roma. Fine, Roma. Come on. Why? Come on. Because he can't organize a defense. What about, help me here. What about Belgium? That's not a club. Belgium is the best job Roberto Martinez is ever going to get. Chris Coleman again. He, didn't he get, like, sacked from Sunderland? Yeah. But he's a character, mate. He is a character. He's a media personality. He's good. He's good with the tea lady. Chris Coleman is good, but I don't think he's Leicester good. No, he's not. He's not good. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I was too. Fulham was a good fit for him. Until it wasn't. Sure, but that's with everybody. Why are we discussing Chris Coleman? I don't know. I don't know until I die. No, back. Sorry, here's what I want to say. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers take Leicester. Yes. And Moyes take Celtic. Perfect. He used to play there anyway. Deal. Take the job. You'll win everything. You'll save any semblance of your career. Right. That's just what they should Bernie, you make a call. I'll make a call. We'll make it happen. We'll talk to my people. Let's move on to Newcastle winning 2-0 at Huddersfield. And I'm only mentioning this because Almiron was brilliant. Yes, he was. More than brilliant. Man of the match. Didn't even get an assist or a goal and still man of the match. That little run through and then the lob and it hit the post. Ugh. The decision making is what I like about players. Mm -hmm. And his, this game was on point. Down the right cut-ins, down the left crosses, down the middle through passes. Everything was phenomenal this game. He showed a footballing IQ that I didn't think he possessed in this game. It was, and this is his second game in the Premier League, blah, 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 the hardest league in the world. You're coming from MLS, the 17th league in the world, whatever you want to say. He showed true, true talent, and I'm really excited to watch him more. Mm -hmm. Same here. Me Same too. Here. And I'm just really happy for the Newcastle fans that they get to watch him week in, I'm week out. I'm happy for Benitez, who got well, a good player. Well, A for Benitez, but B, the fans have had to watch bad football, necessarily bad football, because mm -hmm. Benitez has just organized them in whatever way he can to get through games. And so they've had to watch this pragmatic stuff, and now at least they have some excitement in their lives. Who has suffered more, Newcastle or Sunderland fans? Obviously Sunderland, they're in League One. Yeah. yeah, but they were never really relevant. Newcastle were actually contending for the Premier League, to be fair. That's true. Then so still Sunderland. Sunderland. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying, you're your saying the fall from grace is higher, in essence, for Newcastle? Possibly. Possibly, because Newcastle, I would say Newcastle fans would think they're a bigger club they than Sunderland. They both suffered so much. That's true. That's then true. they're both in the same city. The uh, suffering. But the people of Sunderland, all they had is the club. And the factory. a factory, and, a factory. and the factory is now gone, and their club is gone. They have nothing. I think some of them suffer from something. Agreed. Also, speaking of Benitez, we didn't mention he is in the in the rumors to take over at Leicester too. That's true. I, so, if you're Rafa Benitez, do you leave now? Yes. To take that job? Yes. Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. No. Why? It's so poisonous at Newcastle. You've done everything you can. The best you can do honestly, is not get relegated. You know what? I thought. I honestly thought that before, and I thought about. I thought. As poisonous as it is, he runs that club. They cannot sack him as much as uh, Mike Ashley. Yes, but he can get relegated. Him. But he can get sacked from Leicester. That's true, but he they can't sack him, but the best he can do is finish like 
thirteenth. All I'm saying is Rafa Benitez is a Champions League winning manager. Yes. I honestly believe right, he look. took he took Newcastle, we all know why, to get back into the Northwest because it's where his kids go to school. Sure. Not because he really cared about Newcastle. But now he so, probably does. So if, if I'm Rafa, I don't leave Newcastle unless I'm getting a top job somewhere. But he's not like, getting he's a top six job. He's not getting a top six job. Leicester is a good young team with a then lot of good players. And that has money. If he's not getting top six job, then forget the Premier League. Go abroad. He wants to be here. He wanted to be at Real Madrid. I think Leicester is a potential top six club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, top seven. Fine, they can come seven. They can maybe make Europa. I think it's a good project. They should be... I'm saying that they should be pushing for that with the squad that they have. Have you seen Maguire? He's big. He's a big guy. Big head. Yeah, that's true. Um... All right, let's let's do a Momo before going uh, across to Europe. Yes, sir. I mean, across to Europe, that doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Momo. I, I do Momo. <laughs> One thing we I know, Sha, Momo not fit sleep forever. One day, Momo go wake up. Very special Momo of the week this week, in that we are starting off with one of our own. He's one of our own. Rishé Rada is one of our own. Rishé, what did you do? I was guilty of being a woman this week because, uh, so I put, I put on a game this weekend and, you know, Iñaki Williams is on the screen. Mm. And, and it's a good game. And I'm, I'm thinking, so, so the, the scoreboard says ATH mm-hmm. versus EIB. So mm-hmm. I think, okay, this is Atletico against Ibar. Mm-hmm. Iñaki Williams is playing. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, whatever. <laughs> I'm thinking, wow. Yankee Williams has really shoved Costa to the bench, Morata to the bench. What happened to Kreisman to the bench. Wow. I was, and I was really shocked by this because, I mean, Raul Garcia, former Atletico legend, is now playing for Bilbao. Right. And the jerseys are the same, so I was so confused. And then and so, to the point that he jumps on the throne and goes, guys, Inaki Williams has put Morata and Diego Costa on the bench. And then Rache's like, uh, Alex was like... Wait, how is this possible? No, it was like they play for different clubs. Actually, I was accused of racism. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, no, wait a second. Well, it's you, you want to go there? Jackie Williams, I swear. It's clubism. Yeah, yeah. it's clubism. But, Anyways. Yeah, it was at, at, and then we had to do the whole spell check. Atleti, Atleti athletic. It was Bill Bound to happen at some point. Wow. Bernie, what do you have? Um, all right, so I have a fan. Uh, this guy, sorry, so he's a fan of uh, Pumas. His name is Eric Gomez. I thought he was a fan of Club America. No, no, I got the story oh, okay. I was telling you before. <laughs> he uh, also did. So his, his favorite player, Nico Castillo, has just signed for Club America. Now, that's obviously not a big deal, except for the fact that when Nico Castillo was at Pumas, Nico Castillo, well, this guy got Nico Castillo's tattoo on his arm. Like his face? His whole, his face, the angry celebration type of thing. And Nico Castillo went to Benfica, no big deal, you're proud of your boy, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> he Castillo, he came back and joined Club, Club America. America. I mean, most Mexicans are doing that right now, anyway. Joining um, Club but, America? Well, America. Oh, oh, oh! Well done, Bernie. Oh, Thank you. Well hey, done. So now he has to decide what he's going to do with that tattoo. Mm. Right. When the opposition take free kicks, is he in the wall? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. This is what we do, Momo of the Week. Yeah, we're I'm on a three-second delay, but these are brilliant. <laughs> 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 One thing we I know, Sha, Momo not fit sleep forever. One day, Momo go wake up. All right, so let's go to Spain, where uh, one man reigns on the plains of Spain, blah, 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 Lionel Messi. So this is what happened, guys. Mm-hmm. Sevilla, tough opponent, away for Barcelona. 
Home for Sevilla. At the Sanchez Pijuan. So, Sevilla go 1-0 up. Jesus Navas, Renaissance, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Then, Rakitic receives the ball down the left. Mm-hmm. And he looks sorry, up... Sorry, who, who receives the ball? Rakitic, had uh, a great game. Goltetic. Scratch it. And he picks Messi. Little, little 5 for 5 Messi. He picks him up between everybody. And what does Messi do? Repays the favor. Unbelievable, clean, pure left-footed volley into the top corner from... All, just at the edge of the box. What an absolute beast. Br- drags him back to 1-1. One, one. I have a question. Sorry, I, I, just, I just need to ask this. Alex, mm. Shay, wouldn't yeah. you say it's actually more impressive that Rackets was able to pick out a midget in that... <laughs> in, in a in box. A box? Absolutely. I think that's, that's really the GOAT thing. It was a spectacular yeah. ball on his weaker foot as yeah. well. Yeah, it yeah. was a sumptuous hit yeah. by Messi. And the line, the trajectory, the vector was also beautiful. You're breaking the lines of what we're trying to do here. But I have to say quickly... That Rakitic ball is comparable to the Marcelo ball for the Bale bicycle kick goal. Go on. Then, this what? is why I can't have nice things. Then, this is just why. Then what the Barcelona do? Be as useless as they usually are. Mm-hmm. And they concede again. And what does Messi have to do? Mm-hmm. Ooh, the finish. The ball comes in. From the, This one wasn't Rakitic. <laughs> just checking, yeah? The, the left foot stop and the right foot top corner finish. Right footed players would beg for finishing abilities like this on, on their strong foot. And then what happens? Then Messi comes up with the hat-trick winner. Oh, Lord. The little dink over the keeper. Alenia comes out. Alenia, who's been killing, by the way, La Masia product. He's going to be a beast already better than Rakitic. He's only like 15. Wow. Bernie, you convinced yet? Uh, not the better Rakitic part, but sure. Let's go. He's good. <laughs> he's very good. He's, he's very good. He, he took the shot at 2-2, full of confidence. It, it, it took a deflection of Gabriel, I think it was. Uh, or Yunus Mori, whoever was playing. Uh, that's Both not, legends. Yeah. And then, um, what a brilliant little chip over the keeper. So soft. It was so delicious. So delicate. Mm. Almost as soft as a goat's meat. It was like mm. a tortellino. Yeah, it was so good. Goat meat's tough. No, mate, not when Messi. He means goat cheese. It. And goat oh. cheese? No, goat meat. Oh, I'm hungry. And then, and then Messi with a beautiful assist to Suarez mm-hmm. with a chest. Mm-hmm. A little volley dink, Suarez with a beautiful finish. Yeah, May- again, I gotta give Suarez a credit on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Messi 50th hat trick. Um, you know, easy peasy. That is a lot of hat tricks. Yeah, yeah. It is, to be fair. That's 150 I mean, goals in 30 games. Yeah, some oh, of them sorry, are super hat tricks. 50 games. Sorry. Yeah, and he's got, I think, 33 and 32 this season. Like, it's ridiculous. Against Sevilla, he has, I think, 26 goals in 25 games. He has more than one goal per game against Sevilla. That's, That's insane. Um, so we know which side Mohamed will be on when we do Messi Frodo Goat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Atleti 2, Villarreal 0. Villarreal, so they've been a good story this season because they play some nice football and Santi Cazola and blah, blah, blah. But I haven't been paying that close attention. And it turns out they're in the relegation zone, which is sad. Because they have Santi Cazola to rely Oi, on. He's still no, asking. You know I love him. I'm just kidding. But well, like, if he's your best player, yeah. then he doesn't have a leg. No, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, Atleti, though. Are on some good form right now. Morata scoring a lovely goal. Very Speaking of volleys on the left. Volley, yeah. And then he, he put his ear, his hand to his ear as if like check the VAR on this one because they disallowed his Juventus goal, yeah. if you remember. I like that as a celebration. It's nice. Check the VAR when he pushed Kalini and they didn't give him the header. Oh, Kalini, you mean his diving? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which is unfair because yeah. it was a brilliant header by Morata too. And that beautiful takedown and trip from against Real Madrid. Huh? 
Did you see uh, the long ball that he took down and chipped? Uh, what's his face? Oh, uh, in the in the in the derby. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was confused. I was like, he left ground a long time ago. I, I got worried there. I was like, is this another? Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Another bizarre. Yeah. Speaking of Real Madrid, uh, they beat Levante two one with two penalties. Boo. And two VAR awarded penalties. One of them was even at VAR. The Casemiro like, is ridiculous. How are you giving that? Like, how is Madrid already controlling VAR? Yeah. How? Yeah. General Franco, you know, there's a history of control. Yes, but like it's VAR. Like they, the whole point is to stop this kind of thing. Yeah, they they cut yeah. to the box and it's literally Franco just sitting there watching. Yeah. Just like 140 I didn't years enjoy old. The one either. I, I just thought, I mean, I can see it, but if it's that contentious, I feel like just don't give. Handball have, is a really weird rule. Have, 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 have we talked about how handball needs to be changed? Yes. I okay. think every, uh, once a month, okay, we good. fill our quota. Also, good. throw-ins need to change. I don't care how. It needs to happen with the feet. I'm tired of playing with my hands. Like, I'm tired of... Like, throw-ins need to somehow happen by feet. May, is this because you're playing a lot of indoor football? Like, what's going no, on? No, I'm just saying, it's not... I but don't know. It doesn't you, feel right. I, I don't... You've been doing it for 28 years, 20, 30 years of your life. What do you mean? Happy birthday to me two days ago. Also, ah. appa- apparently you want Rory de Lapp to not have a career. Which That's is true. That cruel. is mean. That's cruel. what he'd be. He would just be like a mean boy. Or a rugby player. Yeah. Or a bouncer or something. Was he that no. big? No, but... No, but good with his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know how how VAR didn't didn't catch it. It was ridiculous. Like it was well, completely I mean, we ridiculous. We know they, they literally ignored it. But let's not ignore the fact that they Real Madrid were trash again. Trash. They lost last trash, week. Trash. Trash. They also didn't have Ramos. It's horrendous. So horrendous. Uh, our, our most famous Real Madrid follower and fan, Raúl Carvajal. I always stumble on the name. Champion of trivia. Champion of trivia. Absolute legend. Friend of the pod. Uh, we asked him what he thought of the Bale situation. I don't know if you saw, but when he scored the penalty, he was angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was dismissing his teammates who were trying to celebrate with him. Um, and so we asked him for a few words on that. And he said, many possible reasons. Bale feels underappreciated, unhappy at being usurped by Vinicius, angry at teammates' remarks about his crappy Spanish and loner personality. He's mad at the club and teammates for not backing him publicly when there's been a clear media campaign against him in Spain. Um, Also, the media storm ignited by Ancelotti's remarks about Bale being selfish and how subbing Bale in a match against Valencia cost him his job. Mm -hmm. Maybe Bale was expecting more people to jump in his defence in public. Have sympathy for him on some of those, but not others. He wanted to be the talisman. The club put faith in him by not replacing Cristiano Ronaldo, and he hasn't stepped up. Okay. He plays conservatively and is afraid of failure. A kid from Brazil who has been outperforming him while Benzema has become the leader. Right, so, so basically, he's not it. No, not it at all. Fraud. Some people are made for the spotlight. Some people are. Yeah. Ronaldo right. was, Bale isn't. It's for as simple as that. For me, the language thing is the most interesting and damning. Been like, what, seven? How long has it been Five, now? six years? And he can't, like, speak any sentences. Like, like I get it, he sits at home, he's not that social, but still, man, like... But even just to function in society, like, you need... But he keeps saying that he wants to stay. I mean, it's been, like, three years. Every year there's, like, a rumor, and he goes, I want to stay. And I just think to myself, if it's that annoying, if it's that difficult to learn a language, the media's after you, you're clearly not having per- personally, what are you hanging on well, to? Well, who's coming in, though? I don't know, but there, remember there was a time when United was supposed to come in or whatever... People yeah, but at that time, point, he had like, the ambition that Ronaldo's going to leave, I'm going to be the man. This is a different time now. I, I yeah. also think that there are a couple of problems. One is that he is at the, the best club he could possibly be at. There's nowhere to go from Real Madrid, right? Yeah. The other thing is, he's on nearly half a million euros a week. So it's very difficult for anyone to buy him. I'm, I'm not making the case for United. Like when, you know, 
talked about it in the last time came before, Jose Mourinho, big manager pool, whatever. Mourinho said he wanted to sign Bale, but Bale kept coming unless he opens his mouth. My feeling is, if you want that money, you'll get it at United. If you want like status, you get it at United. You want love, you get it there. I'm not sure why. I'm just like... Maybe Real United Madrid, Alex, Alex is yeah. correct. I, Alex is correct. I just don't understand why he was holding on so much to something that just even he must have known was not a team. Ronaldo's shadow is kind of like one of those things where you can't wait till he goes. Like, you don't want to go when he goes. It's like, this is my moment. He, yeah. he honestly believed he was about to take this team on and they put that faith in him. So it was all set up and for him to do well. All so wrong. Yeah. All so wrong. Maybe. I, I mean, the other thing, though, is the, the, there's a perception thing. Like, he doesn't want to be the guy that went to Real Madrid and, and quit. The, thing, the fact is, he's achieved a lot there. And he wants to be a legend. Like, you want to be seen, especially as a British player, to be one that goes abroad and succeeds and does extremely well is is a rare thing. So I understand his desire to, to well, be that person. He's got six months before Big Rambo rips it up in Italy. Mm. Mm. He probably will. Well, yeah. Like, well, that team is undefeated. So as long as he goes there and contributes something... Well, don't underestimate him. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of Italy, let's do a quick Serie A roundup. Uh, Juventus won, obviously. Uh, Ronaldo failed to score for the first time since September 1st. Ah, you're fair. That's astonishing, actually. Yeah. Like, I thought he's only scored 20 goals. It's not that big a deal. Like, whatever. But since September? It's like one a week. Okay. Yeah. He struggled to score, and then he scored uh, consistently. Yeah. The first, what, seven games it took or something? Oh, yeah, so it was a like quiz question. I think it was seven games. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Napoli 4, Palma nil, or Palma nil, Napoli 4. The, this one, though. Fiorentina 3, Inter 3. Fiorentina scored after 16 seconds. It was wonderful. Handanovic was awful. Caught in no man's land. And then Inter went 3-1 up. Last minute. We're in, like, 95, 96 minutes here. Mm. VAR penalty to Fiorentina. Wait, you forgot the free kick. Oh yeah, go on, tell us about that. It was the most beautiful hit I've seen, just because of the vector trajectory. You know I like those words. You love them. <laughs> but my God, so Fiorentina were already disallowed a goal for, from VAR, and so it remained at three-one for the longest time. And the seventy-third minute, I forgot his name. Luis Muriel. Yes, Muriel, beautiful hit. My God, if you haven't seen that hit. Better than Sani's against Schalke. Yeah, uh, actually. Yes, actually. Really? Yeah. It was from further out. Yeah. It's like the same thing, Ooh. but from further out. You had to see the angles. Those some. Sexy ass angles, mm. I'm telling you. Right, some Instagram angles. That hit had some curves. Yeah, yeah, that cameraman got all under there. He got the curves just right. And then he got sued. Yeah. Um, but Nandelan had, I thought, a bad game. He did. Yeah, he had he, a really he, bad game. He's been a bad signing for Inter, especially given they gave up Zaniolo to get him. Which shows you Martinez's goat decision maker. I, I think the for leaving him out of the Belgium squad. Wow. Um, I think the cigarette smoking union in Osario Nagelan is finished. <laughs> um, Frosinone two, Roma three. Uh, Jeko with the 95th minute winner. Uh, let's talk because we we have suggested him as a fraud or goat because we love him and we think we we would like to talk about him. Yeah. But let's talk about him now. Him and Mandzukic, I kind of put in that you know that same together bubble. The Balkan bubble. He's just Jeko is so under. Loved, underappreciated, underappreciated. He's he is so good. He's playing in a time where that bigger striker dude doesn't really get love, and he makes it work. He is the level below a Lewandowski. Same body, same plan A and B, and he just really, really made it work. At City, he was very good before they decided to sell him for Negredo and keep Negredo. At Roma, he's tearing it up. He scored the first Champions League hat trick, etc., etc. I think he's phenomenal. He I was, agree. I think he's a he's a great player. But if we're talking about under love and appreciated, I don't think so because when you say one level below Lewandowski, it's that one level is pretty steep because he. And we're talking about a 
highest caliber striker lead the line for the best team possible, he could never do that. Sure, no, no, no. no that's why I'm saying he's a level below. That's why I'm saying that level is pretty yeah. big because Roma and Bayern Munich are pretty big levels. <laughs> Roma <laughs> love making life difficult for themselves. Though. That is true. That is true. Uh, last and, and they might, rumors are they might lose their uh, technical director, head of scout, oh, yeah, Monchi. Monchi, Monchi, however you want to refer to him. Uh, rumors are that Arsenal are going to replace uh, Mislintat with him. So that would be It'd be, a, it'd be good for Arsenal, I think, in that they don't have anyone. His record at Roma in terms of signings is hit and miss, but, but then it's always going to be. Yeah. But, but young, young players that come out of nowhere, that's his specialty. But yep. <clears throat> I guess we'll talk about because Mislintat left. Yep. Now, if you bring, I thought uh, you guys clarify this for me. I thought the problem with Missentat was he wanted to be director of football, yes. technical director, but he didn't really get that role or that respect, or there was some yep. some discrepancy in terms of what he expected and what was given to him. Yeah. Don't they have to clarify that for because Monkey is no, not Mon- going to come in no, no, and not be that role. No, no, he is. Wanted. He is coming as director of football uh, as as. It is director football or whatever. Like he is coming in to fill the role that they didn't give to Mislintat. So I mean, we're into semantics now, but technically, Raúl Sanjay is the director of football. So they'll have to give the title if Monkey comes in or whoever comes in. They'll have to have some other title. The point is though that this is someone that Emery wants, and so the title doesn't doesn't matter. I, He'll have as much power as Emery I, and I the think board decides. Sanjay and the other dude, I can't remember his name. Um, the head of advertisements and whatever at Arsenal, they both collectively have taken over Gazidis' role. Mm-hmm. So now there is a, tech, a football director role empty. That is when Mislintat thought he will just go up into it. They didn't give it to him. They were mm-hmm. talking about Edu. They were talking about Mark over Mars. They were mm-hmm. talking about Burkamp. They were talking about names. Mm-hmm. That's when he said, peace out. Now Monkey is going to come in and fill that role. Because you can't, I guess what I'm saying is you cannot try that. No, with Mark because he's well respected. No. Everyone in the world wants him yes. to, to join his club. You have to give him what Mislintat wanted, and if you don't, he, he yeah, do he can't just ape the Mislintat role. That wouldn't make any sense. Mm. Um, <laughs> to go back to Italy for a second, uh, AC Milan three, Empoli nil, uh, Piontek again, and on the score sheet, this is probably the hottest striker in the game today. Right now, he, yeah. That's fair. That's no, stats-wise, too, under Messi. Yeah. He's one goal under Messi since he joined or something like that. Messi's not a striker, though. Sure. That's so, true. So, so you are categorically correct. <laughs> Piontek. Find a way to Jimmy Rigg Messi into the conversation. Piontek is... Rigg, who is Jimmy Rigg? I don't know. Hmm. He's it's, a, on fire. it's an expression of... Hey! Jimmy Rigg's on fire. Piontek is the... He's in Sunderland. Jimmy Rigg? Oh yeah, he is now. He wasn't in the documentary. No, no, that's because it was made a while ago. Oh yeah, that's what. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this stat out if it kills me. Okay. Piontek is the first player to score in his first four top flight starts for Milan since Oliver Bierhoff, and I really just wanted to say that to bring Oliver Bierhoff into the conversation. Are you dead yet? So now that you brought him into the conversation, Mm. good segue to how I watched a low time Mateus compilation. (laughs) Why? How was it? It was. uh, like what? The level, the level, yeah. What was Bierhoff's contribution to this? German. Just German national. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just links. Matthias Just links. Had some serious assists for him. Bierhoff, fraud or goat? Goat. Arguable. <laughs> Just checking. Um, what else? Are we done with Italy? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Oh, oh. oh, sorry. In the Milan game, two they had two goals ruled out by VAR. One of them was Barini. I think the VAR was just like, no, Barini can't score. Yeah. No, absolutely <laughs> and not. And they still ended up winning 3-0. They're, they're going through an absolute resurgence. Top AC four Milan. now. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Well, I always like to see AC Milan do well. I feel like they're one of the 
big pillars of football. Yeah. They always have been. I just want to see them come back to something representing that history a little bit. Who would you bit. prefer, AC or Inter? AC, AC, for sure. Inter are such a shambles. I used to be Inter just because they were blue and black. Yeah, same here, but AC history. It's AC, 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 AC that, that legendary team. That Also, you, you just want Berlusconi to be happy, you know? He seems no, like no, he deserves no, it. No, no. I'm what? joking, oh, okay, obviously. Good, he good. seems like such a nice guy. Yeah, such a lovely man. He's all right now. Hang out with us. Wasn't that, what, was it, what was it the owner of Inter's name? What was that guy's name? Massimo Morazzi. Morazzi? I liked him. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, nice. he's gone now. He was a don, man. He was skinny. He looked like a pimp. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Anyone in these positions is going to be like... You know, dark, no, no, but dark. look, uh, what's his name? Is fat. Who? This, Berlusconi. Yeah, Berlusconi's like fat. The other dude was like, like eighty five. Yeah, but this guy was like skinny. Like he looked like Arsene Wenger, like skinny, <laughs> and like he looked like he carried himself differently. I miss those days of the mafia boss. Bro, like, you don't like, think like, the Agnellis are like? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you never saw them. That's why they were scary. <laughs> Speaking of of mafia, I remember the rumors that Hamstick was gonna leave Napoli. Yeah, he, and he's staying, right? And then never did. I think it went through, though. Did it? I think it because went the through. Room, the but it was, yeah, yeah. The mafia went, you ain't going nowhere, son. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay. The mafia's like, I've never heard of China. Well, of course you're not going there. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. We had a fantastic quiz two weeks ago. I think yeah. it's our first part since, if I'm not mistaken. It is our first part since. It was. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic. Uh, very tight at the top, I think. Winner with 97 points, second in 92, the 91, 89. It was very tight, um, a lot of fun, and we're, uh, we're looking forward to our next one. So yeah. stay tuned, and we'll let you know when that is. Thank you for coming out. See you all next week. Goodbye. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh, and for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.